Good stuff. Right, shall we shall we kick into this? Let's get into it, yeah. Yeah, let's let's kick off. Let's kick off. <coughs> All right, um. Uh, recording there. Recording there. Not coming through the earphones, is it? Right. Right. So you, you have yeah, your headphones in. So you have your headphones in. So, yeah, we do, but the headphones aren't working. We're hearing you through the. Might yeah, be the echo because we're hearing you through the actual phone itself. Have you got your loudspeaker? Have you got your loudspeaker on? Because if yes. you got that, is it? If you got that, you switch your loudspeaker off. <laughs> right. Okay. All right then. Is that what it is? You think? Well, can you hear me now? Well, can you hear me now? Hang on. Through the headphones. Have a go. That's yeah, better. that's better. That's, yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's okay. it. Okay. That's why, Good job that's I, why just, I could hear myself. Good job I just picked that up. Yeah, because I could hear myself and I was like, I should not be hearing <laughs> myself unless you've got your loudspeaker on. So, yeah, right, your loudspeaker okay. should be off. You should have the have the headphones plugged in so you can hear everything just through the headphones. Yeah, that's better. Now. That's yeah. why it sounded muffled because yeah, I was hearing, was. I yeah. couldn't hear it. We, we had our headphones on. We could hear you. We could both hear you, couldn't we? But it was like... It was like muffled. It's because the headphones mm. were on muffling. <laughs> yeah. Muffling mode. Yeah. <laughs> that's, lo- that's loads better, that is. That's loads better. <laughs> yes, oh, that's normal Lord. now. Good oh, Lord. we'll that, get that, there eventually. Yes, yes, well, it's, that, it's that all a learning curve. It's all a learning curve for me. So, I mean, that's it, something I've known another time. It, it is a learning curve. It is a learning curve. It, that, that could have been a bit disastrous. <laughs> Your recording could have been almost... The recording you're making could have been almost useless. Let's get ready to rumble! Hello and welcome to Netflix vs. Cinema, the podcast that asks that question, Netflix or cinema? Where are you going to spend your money? Which one is becoming more prevalent? Is it worth it going to the cineplexes anymore or could you just sit at home on your couch and still get the same amount of enjoyment as a cinephile? My name is Tosin and I am recording up near Coventry in the Midlands and joining me on the Isle of Wight are Sharon. Hello. And Sean. Hiya. How are you guys doing? Good. Yeah, we're battling on. Thank we are. You. Ba- yeah, we are battling on. Really, we've got we've got husky technic 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 troubles, haven't we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, Sharon is doing. Well, you said Sharon's doing a bit of a Lauren Bacall impression. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a little bit husky because I've been breathing in cold air all week. Mm. And Sean's learning <laughs> new tech every day. <laughs> Uh, good, uh, yeah, oh, Sean, yeah, Sean is learning new tech. Sean is learning how how to press record and how not to. <laughs> <laughs> you say it's funny though, isn't it? How things that you think are obvious on a phone. Because I was at a, a concert earlier in the year, and they were saying, "Put your torches on your phones." And I didn't know yep. how to put my torch on my phone. I've never used my phone as a torch. I use it as a phone. And so they, the guy who was hosting this concert, it was like a, in a cafe type place, he said, right, we've got a teenager here who can come round all you older people and set your phone up. <laughs> and she did. <laughs> she did. She basically went and did every phone. She said, okay, because I said, I can't do it. And my friend said, I can't do it. And then all these other people said, no, I can't do it either. And so this one, she's like, we've got a teenager. And so this girl, she literally came around every table in this cafe, setting up people so they could actually show them how to do their torch on their phones. Wow. <laughs> oh, good Lord. So every time there was a slow song, it was like, yeah, we can use our torches now. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay, that's, that's how technically advanced yeah. we are. We are, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, that's hilarious. <laughs> 
Oh, because look, oh, good lord! You see now, this thing. I don't think of you as that old, and but you're you're making me have you're making me have to reevaluate. <laughs> Although the, 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 the only thing the only thing changing me or stopping me from reevaluating and calling you old is the fact that I feel I feel that very very possibly I might not be that far behind having my own experience with that. I have a feeling I might have something yeah. to do with Snapchat or TikTok, one of those two. Oh. But so, something will happen that will make me have my own. Oh, I can't be bothered with this technology stuff. Hey, hey, young I man, need a young teenager. Man, come over here. <laughs> so, yeah, so. It's just, I mean, the thing is, the thing is with the youngsters now, they're brought up with it from they're when they're little toddlers. I was in my twenties yeah. before I had a mobile phone, yeah. so it's like. You know, I, I mean, want to talk on it. I don't want to do anything the else. First, on the it. first, I think I've probably had this conversation many times. The first thing I remember is electronic is a massive big Casio calculator with a and it just, <laughs> the, just the basic functions on. Yeah, you know, the, the four size basic of the stereo. Yeah. It was, yeah, it's like these laptop computers almost. You know, and it was like, and I was so chuffed this Casio thing that I got for Christmas. You know, yeah. and I could go, oh look, and I could I could make naughty you could words, spell like, words. Hello, yeah, yeah. If you like, turn it upside down. down and, I, I remember I remember when I was when I was young growing up in Nigeria you were the height of cool if you had yourself a graphical calculator mm. oh yeah it could a graphical one what's a graphical everything. one oh right it's okay like, yeah like you, you could actually put in a formula and it would plot a graph for you like it would it would it would come up it was probably about the size of dude, probably probably about the size of well, bigger than an iPhone. Let's say, like you know, one of those really, really big phones, like uh, Samsung yeah, yeah. Galaxy something plus. It was about the size of that, but it had like you know the keyboard and it had all the sort of scientific things. But then it also had a button you could press and it would plot you a graph. That was it. Wow. I, I, I tell you what, Tozin, though, I bet you never used logarithm tables, did you? Oh no, to totally used cos- logarithm tables. You had that little booklet, little booklet yeah, with all the. Yeah, we had the. We had <laughs> the Do you remember we that, Sam? Do you remember that? Cosine. Signs and tangents. And probably. Yeah, probably, probably and tangents. Yeah. I, I had to, you had to. You had to go along the column and along the row and then move it along the. That's it. That's it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah we we, well, totally, when... we totally use that. <laughs> that's like ancient, isn't it? I talk about old tech see... though. When I was in the police service, we used to have um. When we ever had a partial number plate, there was a thing called the goalie's guide, and basically, if you had the beginning of a number plate, you had this book that would match up. The po- all the possibilities so if you had like the what three digits from a number plate this the goalie's guide would give you all the possibilities that it could be and so you had this book so you had like a cross reference between how many letters you had and how many numbers you had and then you had to marry them up physically by working out and then yeah. you could do a couple of tests you could do a couple of searches and you would normally find it if you had three or more numbers you could find a number plate oh, wow. by using the goalie's guide but that's like old tech yeah. I mean you had to oh. sit there with a ruler <laughs> to get the sort of the get line the up all the yeah. lines yeah. <laughs> okay you know now if there's that's anybody and the if there's anybody under the age of 20 listening to this, they're going to be like, what the heck? I showed up for the movies. <laughs> <laughs> they said yeah, yeah, Netflix. Yeah, yeah. This isn't tech. We better, Netflix is tech. We better get on. <laughs> okay, but also, also, also joining us this week, and we're going to try this. This is the first time we're going to try something like this, which is in which we're going to bring somebody other than the three of us into a live, like into, well, this isn't live, but like essentially we'll be talking to us. So we have two locations. We have Coventry. We have the Isle of Wight, and now we're going to try and bring a third location in, and we're going to try and bring in London. Oh, this may, London! Yes, we have we have a good friend and a good and a good list, listener, Holly Nesling, and we're going to try and bring her in. And this might just make this co- technology thing last even longer. But let's see what happens. Let's see if it works. We're calling her okay. now. Okay. 
Yeah, we're going to commune across the airwaves. This would be cool, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> we could have like a whole new... A whole new... We could have like relays I think we are all around the world. sisters anyway because we both like sharp films. Yes, yeah. yes. I, I'm, I'm fully expecting there to be a period. Uh, I'm good. I think we have Holly. Do we have a Holly? Yes, I'm oh, here. Do we have... Oh, we have Liftoff. Bye. Hey, Holly. Hi, Holly. How are you? Hello. Good. How are you guys? Yeah, good. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, we're good. Thank you. I see we're, we're feeling mentally about all the shark films that we've lo- known and loved over the yeah. years. Yeah, they are. They are. Someone incredible. said that. So yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Do you know? It's so weird. I just got to say this. Sorry, Toast. Um, the girls talking about sharks today, randomly about lunchtime in the in the thing. Someone said, "Oh, I watched Jaws on the other day, and we had this conversation about Jaws, about <laughs> real shark attack servers and all that." Isn't that bizarre? Oh. And now you mentioned about no, sharks. sharks hey. So it must have been a, you know, preemptive. I think shark puss is a modern classic. <laughs> <laughs> I have to admit, not shark, seen that one. Okay, all right. Okay, it's cool. Oh, all right, guys. We have one hundred percent deadly. Okay, we have a bit of a delay, so we're going to have to be a little bit, a little bit. What's the word? Um, a little bit. Pausey. Yeah, civilized about this. So, so, so essentially, so essentially, if somebody makes, if somebody asks a question, you have to. We're, I think we'll have to make it clear who we're asking the question to, and then giving a little bit of space for that person to to sort of re, re, um, respond. I think we might. So uh, okay. Well, so so well, first, you, you, you can be the anchor man. Uh, you can be the anchor man and toast. That's that's why. Well, you are the anchor man. Being being Ron Burgundy has always been my life ambition. <laughs> so, that's it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. You can so, cats too. But first, Holly, hello. Welcome to the hello. actual podcast. Why, thank you. So, how has it been? You you have just you have you we you have come in in the middle of a conversation where we're talking about old tech and how we don't use things anymore because we had a little bit of problem recording and Sean couldn't figure out something on the phone and Sharon was talking about being called an old person at a concert and then we ended up talking about logarithm tables and I thought we be we need to get Holly in here as soon as possible <laughs> because if not we might never actually start talking about films. <laughs> So uh, how how has your film watching life been in the last week? Uh, so two films in the last week. Last okay. Friday saw Last Christmas okay. followed by Le Mans 66. For a second there, I thought you actually... <laughs> hey, we've got a clean sweep. We have got a clean sweep. Everybody has seen the first two cinema films that we are going to be talking about this week. So, and um, and also, okay, one thing that I wanted to ask, uh, something something I wanted to ask, which is something that uh, Holly and I got into on, got into on Twitter, on the because Sharon, Sean and Sharon, I mean, talking about new technology, you guys are not on Twitter. No. No. Well, I have got a Twitter account, yeah, but I haven't account. used it. I've got no idea what to do. <laughs> I get these things come up and says, so, like, you, everyone else, and I'm like, oh, right, okay. I have, I haven't logged in in the last. I think I logged in. I joined in about two thousand and five, and I've yep. only sent one tweet. And I I don't know what my password is anymore. No, I, was this my a, friend was in. Was it like? Was it something like hello? <laughs> no, it was more specific than that. I I only joined because a friend of mine was in a hurricane zone, bizarrely, and he said Ooh. the only way you can contact me is by Twitter because we won't have any electricity or any power. And I used to just email him, and so I sent one tweet saying, 
is everything okay? <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Are you still there? And and he was, so that was fine. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know? I, I, I've watched I've watched mean tweets from like sometimes on YouTube. There's yeah, Jimmy Kimmel mean funny, tweets. Yeah. Some of those can be quite funny, I think. But okay. as for you, sure. I'm going to click. Sure. Sharon, you know that there's probably a, an, an urban legend about your Twitter account now. Somebody is like, <laughs> this lady called Sharon, she sent one tweet saying, is everything okay? And nobody ever heard from her again. That was you it. Have, yeah, you might, have, you might have thousands of followers. I did have followers at one time. I have no idea who they were. I think I've only logged in twice to Twitter. Uh, okay. Uh, all right. Okay. But getting back to what it was that we were talking about on Twitter. So it was because on the Netflix cinema account, I put something along the lines of the fact that the Emperor is in the new Star Wars movie is the one thing that has making me so not excited about the rise of Skywalker, which goes, we're getting towards the end of the year. We're getting towards that point where people are just sort of churning stuff out and they're supposed to be the big hitters. So Rise of Skywalker is coming up and I just thought it's making me so not excited. And Holly, you replied. Yeah, I'm excited. You're excited about the, the new Star Wars movie. Yes. So I thought I'll put it to I'll put it to everybody else. Sean, Sharon, are you guys excited about this? I have to say my excitometer has is barely in the green. I have to say, I'm yep. I'm not in the excitement zone at all at the moment. All right. For me, I'm sort of pretty nonchalant. I'm I'm you know I mean I'll, I'll go and see it and I'll give it a chance. But so, um, but your expectations uh, aren't expectations high. My expectations are, they? are not high. No, they're not high. But I'm so I guess you say I'm not excited about it. I'm just nonchalant. It's one of those films that I would see. Like, I'll be, I'll go and see another I am one. interested to see it. I want to see it because I mean Star Wars as they was later rechristened a new hope was the first film i saw at the cinema so when i've Ooh. seen i haven't seen all of the, the star wars films at the cinema I, I missed the the weird trilogy that you know they did in the middle um <laughs> i watched those yeah mm-hmm. i mean <laughs> so i saw mm. i have slate since seen them but it took me a long time to see revenge of the sith i mean about nine yeah. years or something i mean I, and but I, and so i am looking forward to actually finishing off the series at the cinema and seeing mm. i saw the first one there and i've seen the last i'm going to see the last one there yeah, well yeah that's it really i mean for me i, I hated what, uh, whatever it was called what was it called the, Force the last awakens jedi or last jedi whatever yeah that was oh but that's the first trilogy the force awakens and no yeah, I don't yeah know. you know these new ones these new ones the latest one. The latest one. The Force ones. Awakens and The Last Jedi. Yeah, hated them. Yep. Hated them. Hated them with a the passion. But I did really, really love. You know what I love, Tozen, don't you? Because I told you. And Rogue it's my favourite. Yeah, Rogue One is my favourite Star Wars. Oh, Rogue One. And I yeah, quite yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. And I actually quite like Solo. I know it got a bit of a slate yeah, in, but I, I actually Solo. quite like Solo. Yeah, I didn't mind Solo. Uh, whatever that is. How yeah. about you, Toes? What's your What's your take? Are on you excited? This? Oh, you've already told us you're not excited. I well, the thing is like because oh, of the Emperor. Well, yeah, essentially, and this is what I was explaining, and Holly, after this, we'll, we'll let you have the floor, and you can tell us, you can try and get all of us old fogies excited about Star Wars. But it's, <laughs> it's, it's, the same age. What? Remember, we're the same age. I do know we're the same age, but you have <laughs> you have this sort of, like, almost puppy dog excitement about, uh, about <laughs> I, Star Wars that I just cannot muster. I, I feel, like, essentially, compared to you, I feel like the old man in Up. I, like, I, I, feel like I, I, just, I feel like I just want to attach a whole bunch of Actually, balloons. I see there's a bit of a resemblance now, Sharon, isn't there? 
Something I, about the eyes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just want to like, I just want to attach a whole bunch of balloons to my house and float away and ignore the fact that this film is coming out. But okay, so, so I would, I would, um, my point of view or my my take on it is that when they announced that they were going to make new Star Wars films, when Disney bought Lucasfilm, I was massively, massively wary. I was like, oh my God, what the heck? What are you doing? Don't do it. Don't touch this. Just, just, just no. Then The Force Awakens came out. I saw some of the trailers and I was like, okay, okay, maybe they know what they're doing. I saw the film. And now the film is, as we have said before on the podcast, is a total rehash of A New Hope. It is essentially the same film, again, updated with a couple of new characters, but pretty much the same old characters and all that kind of stuff. And, I was, and so after watching that, I was like, okay, fine. They know what they're doing. They understand Star Wars. But if the next film ends up being a total rehash of, let's say, Empire Strikes Back, I'm going to be massively disappointed. And that is why one of the things I like, I really, really like about The Last Jedi, despite all of, beside, I think it has quite a few flaws, but besides all of its flaws, one of the things I really like about The Last Jedi is the fact that it does not just rehash an old story and sort of warm it up and serve it to you as some sort of lukewarm rubbish. Then when they showed the trailer for this Rise of Skywalker and it ends with the Emperor's cackle, I'm like, what? I forgot do something new. Stop bringing old people back. You told us he was dead. Why isn't he dead? Why is he still cackling? Why is that laugh back? And I'm hoping that they're going to do a rug pull. I'm hoping it's going to be a total massive rug pull. And you're going to watch the film and it has absolutely nothing to do with the Emperor. It's not as big a deal. Or it's somebody pretending to be... The, or something like that. But the fact... the or, simp- or Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan might come back in the flesh. No, no, no. Dead. 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 <laughs> 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 sorry i'm sorry okay but you, you, you can see how i feel no, that's cool that's cool I, i'm like yeah. i'm like no let people die if they're dead let them stay dead and that, that's one of the things that i did not like in the last jedi where it seemed to say hang on death means nothing and i and i'm and so i'm and this is the problem i have it's a bit like turning to dark face that we spoke about i think last week or the week before when i said the problem is that it shows you that it's just going to be the same thing over and over and over again it can't really escape from its past and i feel like that's the problem with star wars it's like it's as if they're saying all the good stuff that is ever going to happen in star wars is stuff that you've already seen so we're just going to give that to you again because we can't come up with anything new which i find wrong and that is that in a nutshell is why i am not looking forward to the rise of skywalker i will still i will still watch it and i will still contribute to its overall gross but that is why i'm not looking forward to it so holly make mm. me happy <laughs> turn me into a believer <laughs> i think it's the it's, it's the feeling of needing closure and finally seeing everything come full circle because yeah the episodes one two and three well one in particular were dreadful um, and it needed it needed some redemption and i think that the latest well two so far have definitely have definitely given that i agree about the fact that it does feel quite a lot like some rehashing but it's the it's the it's the closure and that's knowing exactly what happens how it's going to turn out and i know i sound like an excited small child about it but i love the idea of actually seeing where it's all going to end up but it looks like it's going to end up where it all started they're just going to be possible (laughs) (laughs) and that may be disappointing in some ways but also at least then we'll know that i've already got my tickets booked yeah i think i think my friends my friends booked me tickets to go and see that because apparently they're doing like the three uh, three oh are they the the, final trilogy yeah i I, I doubt i see that 
but that'd be too much. But no, I think I think what it is is with with the films were so disappointed is I think what what killed it for me was was Luke because I don't think Luke would have given up. You know, Luke Skywalker when she goes and finds when Ray goes to find Luke Skywalker. Which yep. which one was that? Was that you know? That's and, in the last one. Yeah, and I oh, think okay. even I think even Mark Hamill said, you know, Luke wouldn't do that. And then they had that silly the Book of the Jedi, which was like a tiny little thing that got and it's just like and then he was milking those sea creature things, like, you know, sea cat getting the milk. And it's just like and then at the very end you had that little boy like the Mary Poppins thing with the sorry to give spoilers, I'm sure everybody's seen it, where the what, what yeah, he does I'll with say, the if, with, if, with the if witch's room. Has, if anybody hasn't seen the last Jedi, it's too late now. Yeah, it's too late. So I'm going to give... I, I, it's my spoiler rants. I'm going to do that. I've, I've already done about three on my phone. So spoiler rants. So I'll have to give Uh-oh. them in because, you know, I mean, it was just... That, that was just an awful, awful, awful... Well, they were both of them awful. Yeah. But well, then is. again, I loved Rogue One, you know. Where's Admiral Radish? He's already gone. You know? <laughs> that crew. That, so, I mean, that was great. That was old old style. But I, th- I okay. think what was happening with, these, with the Star Wars things, just going to say this, Toast, is I think they're trying to appeal to a whole new younger audience. And I did feel that they the latest have ones have been very, very Disney with some of the creatures and some of the things, you know, for the, for the merchandise. And so my, my impression was, OK, all these old fogies, they've had all their time. Let's, let's try and do it for a younger audience. So for me, the new Star Wars films are for a whole new audience. Well, you say that, but then they're bringing everybody back from the old ones. If it's for a whole well, new that's audience, it, that's... come up with a new bad guy. We do not need to see the Emperor. I'm, so... I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. No, that's I, okay. That's, that's cool. We... I, I, feel, I feel quite strongly about this. <laughs> Toast, we are going to have a rant show. We must do a rant show <laughs> where, with loads of spoilers in because that would be so cool. Well, we're, we're, uh, we're going to do, do an episode of this and we're just going to call it And Another Thing. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Sorry, so, sorry okay. about that. Sorry about my rant. Okay, before we, before we go, okay, all right, cool. But that, this is just what I just wanted to think. If uh, if you're listening to this, let us know on Twitter. Let us know. Are you looking forward to the new Star Wars movie? Are you looking forward to um to Rise of Skywalker? Are you kind of a bit all all over it right now? Are you are you all about Marvel nowadays? Or maybe maybe you share with Martin Scorsese and you're like, this is all not cinema. I'm going to sit down somewhere and rewatch Goodfellas for the fifteenth time. But maybe that's you. We don't know. But anyway, Holly, I just sent you a message on WhatsApp. Um, did you get it? Uh, maybe. Okay. Uh, yes. Yes. Uh, I have got the message, but I'm not sure if I can physically achieve that, but I will try. <laughs> All right, cool, cool. If you can, great. Oh, can... yeah. that, 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 that are you sound... trying to do? That, that does sound dodge. That that is under. I, I will I will leave that. I'll leave that up to. I'll leave that up to all the listeners' imagination. Put it write it on write it on a postcard. What do you think Tosin has asked Holly to do? But <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyway, um, okay. Let's crack on. Let's crack on. And well, before we crack on, we're going to say something quick because I think we haven't even really we we've been going for about what 20 minutes now we haven't even talked about our film 20 and, minutes yeah. yeah we've talked about 20 minutes and we haven't really given Sean and Holly I mean sorry Sharon and Holly a chance to you know shock movie it out but <laughs> but I'm just going to go quick thing next time next time yeah ooh ooh next time Holly you hear that you hear that yeah I did next I did. time next time they like you you're you <laughs> they like you you're, you're in the gang yeah 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 you're in the gang you're we allowed might have to it. have a serious 
We might have to have a serious discussion about Star Wars, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think we're a bit like an ageing Scooby gang because I look a little bit like Thelma. That um, is true. Freddy. Sean has got a bit of the ageing Fred about him. Am I Fred? Am I Freddy or am I Shaggy? And you want to be Shaggies? I don't know. <laughs> if you want to be those, you can choose. So you'll have to hold it, you'll have to be Daphne, you'll have to be the glamorous form. Uh, so I'm not feeling terribly <laughs> optimistic about that today, it has to be <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, sorry, Holly. How far away are you from your phone? Uh, not very far. All right, cool. Okay, cool. It just sounds a little bit muffled. But uh, that's possibly because I've got it on speakerphone and I'm wandering around. Okay, uh, I, I'm incapable of not doing that. All right, okay, cool. All right, it's as as close as you can get it, and if you can sort out the thing with the iPad, that'll be that'll be great. Or oh, another oh, phone, <laughs> another phone. Ooh. I only have the one phone. <laughs> oh, all right, cool. No, no tablets. I do have a tablet. Yeah, could you try? Could you try on a tablet, or do you have a computer? <laughs> I know the the, the, the plot thickens. Like, the plot thickens. Said, oh, yeah, it does indeed. This is like a whole movie. This a screenplay for a new movie. Is it? <laughs> Not a very good one. <laughs> oh, that's okay. right. Avant garde. Avant garde cinema. All right, cool. Uh, all right, let's. Uh, so, but first of all, I'm going to talk about superfan Nina. Who has who is getting almost? There's, um, we're almost getting a, a weekly story from Superfan Nina, something that she's done in relation to the podcast. So she sent me messages saying, "I did a weird thing today. I was listening to your podcast on the tube. I hear the buzzer because you know now we have the seven minute thing and we have a seven minute buzzer for a film. It's yeah. like I hear mm-hmm. the buzzer and she gave someone a death stare because they thought they were making a loud noise on the tube. I <laughs> 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 did. Oh, wow." And, and then later, later she realized, oh, oh no, it's what I'm listening to, and now she feels guilty. <laughs> uh oh, that breaches tube etiquette. From my, the few times I've been on the tube lately, I think that does breach tube etiquette, doesn't it? Well, looking at giving someone else. a giving someone a Paddington Bear hard stare on the tube is yeah <laughs> is a no no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's something yeah, that's... dreadful. So what's that? Sh- like, what's yeah. that, Holly? What's that, Holly? <laughs> I say, unless they've done something dreadful, in which case it's fine. You're allowed to then. Okay. <laughs> you know, but but don't talk to them. Whatever you do, oh, for goodness sake, do not talk to them. On about movie screenplays, I know this is going to sound really, really random, right? I got on a train <laughs> to Woking once to meet someone, right? Yeah. And everybody was looking so miserable. It was going from London to Woking. I started singing and they all smiled. I did. I just thought I just burst into song, spontaneous song for some weird reason. So it would have been great in one like one of those enchanted movies or something like that. Yeah, did they want no one looked at me, They just all looked at me and thought, what, what a weirdo, I think. Yeah. But I didn't mind. So, so let yeah. me guess. Sorry about the, that. The fur- let me guess. The further away from London you got, the more they smiled. Yes, exactly. So it's yes. funny. If you look on it, if you look on, if you look, you know, it, what, that. I mean, it must have been, I guess, because I, I mean, I've never really done that trip or used that trip before, but everybody looked so 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 miserable you know and yeah i thought well, i'm gonna make him smile i don't care about this but i don't care what people think they're even gonna smile or like cringe but at least it'll, at least they might grimace yeah sure sure i don't i don't mean i don't mean to sort of like put your singing down or anything like that but the proximity to <laughs> oh, I... might have had something to do with it yeah possibly possibly yeah because uh, uh, there's a friend of mine who lives on the island robin wilson and he pretty much he, he refers to it as well, he refers to everything that is in the Isle of Wight as Mordor, but <laughs> oh, but, but I, I can agree with that. Case. All right, all right. Anyway, anyway, I had a whole bunch of things we we're yeah. going to talk about, and we don't have time for any of that because 
This is going all over this. <laughs> we need to set the buzzer. Yeah. Set the buzzer, we'll Toes, and we'll do the first film. Let's get on a film. <sighs> Let's get out to the films. Let's get out to the film. So, is everybody ready? Yes. Indeed. Okay, yes, I'm ready. Good I'm ready. Stuff. Good stuff. Okay, so. Position one is in position. Position two is in position. Now, let us kick off with cinema. Let us start off with cinema, and we're going to kick off with Last Christmas. Now, this is, this is the, um, the opening salvo of Christmas movies. I think so far this year, we haven't really had any sort of mega Christmas movies or anything like that. So, Sharon, would you like to give us a really quick synopsis of what this is about? This is about a young woman called Kate, who lives in London and works in a year-round Christmas shop. Um, she has lost her Christmas mojo and she is not feeling the joys that she once did and we find out through the course of the film that's because the previous year she'd had a health crisis and ended up having a heart transplant and since her heart transplant she just hasn't felt herself and so she is trying to fill that gap in her life with drinking, with sort of casual encounters with men, with doing everything she possibly can to sort of fill this emptiness that she feels inside her and then she meets this young man called Tom and things start to take a turn for the better for her how's that that's about it yeah that is that is very good that was that was that was really really good especially the you know encounter encounters was, was, was really that was really that was excellent Yes. Random encounters with men. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a fist bump. Nice one. Bang. <laughs> okay, so Holly, Holly, seeing as this is you, okay, you are a listener to the show. You are a avid film goer. You are, as you keep pointing out, the same age as me. I don't think you should tell people that. People start figuring out how old I am, and then they figure out how old you are. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but, uh, yeah, you. So, yeah, yeah, you're on the. Let's give you the first thing. Tell us, what did you think of Last Christmas? I really enjoyed it. I didn't think it was good, but I thought it was an, a fun experience. It made me cry a bit, uh, but I have to admit, I had spent the afternoon in the pub, so... <laughs> so, so, so that will do that, it. Normally, that's how they do it. So, did you have your, it's like being on the sofa, I suppose, with the tissues, is it? Yeah. 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 We never really got round to discussing that on the basis that we were rushing into our next film. Um, I think it was that it, oh, it, it was that it was sweet. There was a there was a niceness to it, and the um, yeah, the sort of the feeling of you know, unsurprisingly, redemption as one would expect. Yeah, it has a yeah. I thought it was sweet. I know that that sounds so so tweet it sounds like damning with faint praise yeah. <laughs> but it was yeah. I think saccharine is the right word it was a bit saccharine but yeah. that's not necessarily a bad thing if you're going for a Christmas film and at least it wasn't love actually so <laughs> it's it's that, 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 
outside. It's funny you should mention that. It's funny you should mention that because the the director of the film, Paul Feig, is a massive Love Actually fan. He's really yeah. He's such a big uh, because mm. of, of, I subscribe to Empire Movie Magazine, and he's such a big fan of it that they gave they gave him a chance. They had this whole feature where they had a director to interview a director of their choice, and they said Paul Feig. Which director do you want to speak to? And he's like, Richard Curtis! I want to speak to him about how he made Love Actually. Because he's such a massive, he's a massive Love Actually fan. And there were bits of this where I could totally see the influence of Love Actually. Including, funnily enough, the Emma Thompson bits of it. But, um, but, all right. So, but, okay. Sharon, Sean, what did you guys, no, 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 let's, let's be civilized, civilized, civilized. Uh, let's go, let's go Sean, then Sharon. Oh, Okay. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not really my sort of film, and there hasn't been, as as you can gather, there hasn't been a lot on at the cinema really, which is why we've probably yeah. all seen the same ones we have. Yeah. And it's probably not a film that I would, you know, if there had been other things on, I probably would have gone and and seen something else. So I would say, yeah. I mean, I didn't think it was particularly like, um, you know, oh, brilliant. brilliant. But, but I, then, then again, again, it was it was. A, Okay, it was for, for me. It was an okay film. It was, it was a little bit saccharine, but I did think, to be fair, um, I thought the acting was was, was quite good from Amelia. Emily Clark. Clark. Like, yeah, yeah. I did think she played. I mean, because I saw her, I, when she was in the term. She was in the Terminator film, wasn't she? Recently, nobody, nobody came good out of that. Nobody came good out. No, I know, but she I mean, it was awful. I thought, because yeah. I've seen her in Game of Thrones as Daenerys, obviously, and I thought, yeah. oh no, you were going to be a dud. I bet you didn't see me before you. Did you? No, I didn't see me before you. Is she in that? Is she only good? Oh no, that's that real. That's, that's super, super saccharine. Oh yeah, that's a three. That's No, I didn't see that. But yeah, so I, but I thought she was quite good in this. So she's she's redeemed herself a little bit in my eyes. So so yeah, I mean, all I can say about the film is, yeah, it was okay. It's not like a, it's not something. I mean, then again, so you I put th- that on the film poster. You could <laughs> say that's horrible word, isn't it? Okay, nice. Yeah, it's okay movie. You know what I mean? It was a little bit. It was alright. Um, so yeah, but then I'm not. I mean, everybody raves about Love Actually, and yet I think that's an okay film. It's the same. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't there's that strands that are excellent, but there are also strands that you can fast forward if you watch it on DVD. I'm not bothered about that bit. So many people watch it again and again, and I don't think it's one of my films that I think is one of my overrated films. That's that's my opinion. Okay. All right. Okay. Cool. So Sharon, what did you think of Last Christmas? Well, I have to say my response is slightly. And lukewarm about it. Yeah. I there's a, there's aspects that I did appreciate, and other aspects that I just thought were laying it on a bit thick for my taste. So, I yeah. So I thought the guy um, Henry Golding, who played Tom, I thought he he was. I thought he was charming. I thought he played that role very well. I think Kate as a character didn't love her. I have to say, and so. Because you you really need to identify, or you really need to root for the the main the real main protagonist. I didn't really warm to her terribly. I know that's part of the thing when you you see the beginning of the film, she you do see all the the worst of her characteristics, and so they they did that so well that I I, I, I wasn't that bothered about what happened to her after that. <laughs> so, so when she did start to redeem herself, as it were, I was a bit like, oh, good, let's sing a happy song. And so I, I, I didn't love it. I was lukewarm about it. But yes, I can see that. Yes, it was. It was okay. It was okay. <laughs> 
to quote the poster. Yeah, I think it was okay, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I didn't love it, and it's not a film I would sort of enthuse about, or it's not a film I would think, oh, yes, let's watch that one if we're going to watch a Christmas film. I think, you know, it's not going to be up there with Alf, is it? Let's Thank face it. it. So, so I, I think, think it's, it's an all right film. Okay, all right, all right, cool. So, um, we what have, about you? We have okay, what what I thought about this film now, um, there's I think this film it's admirable essentially. I'm gonna I'm gonna come off first of all and say this is a three star film, it is a it is the most three star of three star films I think you can get, and it's admirable <laughs> that it just tries to tell like you know a nice simple story straight down the middle. There's no well, there's no sort of like ironic thing. There's no postmodern thing. There's no meta thing. There's nothing. It's just kind of like, oh, we're going to try and tell a nice Christmas movie or a nice Christmas story, which means, we, and with that being the case, it can feel a bit like, you know, an EastEnders Christmas special or something like that. That goes a little bit out there because there isn't really much. Well, essentially, Sharon, your synopsis was quite short, and that's because there isn't really much yes. in, in there. You can you can kind of guess where the film is going because they, yeah you can I mean and talking about putting things on the poster there's something that they put on the poster that kind of clues you in before you even watch the film as to exactly what's going on and the, when the film when the trailers were released there were a whole bunch of theories as to what this film was and I'm not going to tell you which ones were but some of them were just bang on the money. <laughs> and, uh, and a big deal was made about the, the fact that the film is called Last Christmas, which is the name of a Wham song, and the the fact that this so this film was inspired by the songs of George Michael, and the songs of George Michael do appear throughout the film, but I feel like they are so rubbish when they the way they are used, they're like they don't fit into the film whatsoever. There is no reason for them to be there. They just go. We need to go from one scene to another. Yeah, put waiting for that day on. Yeah, yeah, that'll work. Oh, we need to we, we need to put oh, go from one scene to another. Oh, she's just to a child. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's it. And it just it's like I'm like, why did you use a song like that? That was just rubbish. <laughs> was, so the whole big thing about the film was oh that they said oh inspired by the songs of George Michael and Wham. That's rubbish. I mean, it's just it's just not used at all. Um, I agree that the no, it's not used well. Yeah, it's yeah, it's not used well. It's it's really really not. It's used. It's it's always it's used in the way that made me think. Why did you bother? You've actually made the film worse by putting that in there. And it's and um, I agree with you. The performances are good. I think Henry Golden's really really good. Um, so people have been complaining about the chemistry between both of them, but I feel like that's actually what they were going for in the film. I don't think that they were particularly going for bang on chemistry. I think that there was something that they were trying there. And the other thing, um, and there's a bit, there's a scene in it where Henry Golding does a Bond impression. He does a Sean Connery impression to be to be more on the money. And that there's an online campaign to get Henry Golding to play James Bond when when Daniel Craig finishes. <laughs> and, and, and when they did that, I was just kind of like, oh, I see what you're doing. So so for me, it's a it's a three star film. Um, I don't want to say much more about it about the nature of exactly of the fantastical or fairy tale or whatever nature that of that might be or might not be happening in the film. Don't want to say anything about that. But yeah, three stars for me. How about you guys? How many that's stars? A three, it's a three for me. I think that's that's for me as well. Three star, just and a me. three star movie. So yeah. So oh, it's a clean sweep. That is a clean sweep. So that must be uh, a proper three-star film it's a three-star film yeah <laughs> that, that's, that's got a proper one that's a proper three-star there's no there's no ifs or buts on that one no ifs or buts or anything <laughs> like that it's, but, but, but as i said i think everybody they weren't trying to make anything amazing i think they were trying to make a nice christmas movie and as we've all said they've made 
a nice Christmas movie. <laughs> yeah, it did what it said on the tin. Yeah, did. it did. It yeah. was okay. <laughs> it was okay. Okay, and not more. Not more than that. Just okay. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, cool. Uh, now, let's go over. Now, as I said, this is the first Christmas movie that we've had. Um, it's the first Christmas movie that we've had uh, in cinemas that we've actually reviewed. But Netflix, Netflix have been in on the game for a while. I mean, last year, for instance, Netflix, were, we were inundated with Christmas movies. And seemingly, for some reason, starring Vanessa Hudgens. It's like they have a deal that Vanessa Hudgens will star in Christmas movies for Netflix. And Sharon, you decided this week, because you said, oh, I saw Last Christmas. I'm going to go, like, you know, even the sides up a little bit. I decided to dive into the world of Netflix Christmas movies, which most of them look like they, would, they wouldn't be out of place on Channel 5. Let me put it that way, in the middle of the day. <laughs> so uh, tell us what you saw and tell us what you thought about it, or what it was and what you thought about it. Well, you're not wrong about, <laughs> about that. Um, this is called... Holiday in the Wild is also known as Christmas in the Wild, but I think in some ways it's slightly misleading because it isn't actually, I don't, didn't think it was a Christmas film. I think it has a film with Christmas scenes in it, if, that, <laughs> if, I, if you could make that distinction. Yeah. Um, it's basically about a woman who's um, been married for over 20 years and her son is just going off to university and as her son is sort of moving on with his life, her husband says to her, you know what, <laughs> I don't love you anymore, and this hasn't been working for some time, and I'm off. That and old chestnut. That old yeah. chestnut. And so she had booked them as a surprise. It's like a, now that there's just the two of us again, let's have a second honeymoon <coughs> in, in, you know, somewhere in Africa. But they actually are specific. It is in Zambia. So they didn't just Thank do that. on somewhere, Somewhere on... Because when, when they first said, we're going to Africa, I thought, oh, come on, narrow it down a little bit, please. And then you see we're in Zambia. It is, it's, it is quite particular to that one particular place. Okay, okay. And well, so she okay, decides... First of, all, first of all, two things. Already this film's already beginning to warm up my heart because they've done that. Number one and number two, thank you so much for pointing that out, Sharon, because you know about my long-held complaints about the way Africa is represented <laughs> Africa is presented on screen. Yes. Thank you so much for that. We're going to holiday to Africa. Yes. Thank I, you. Carry on. I Sorry. share that. I, I share your, your rage about it and I'm particularly pleased as well because I lived in Zambia so I'm now also feeling a little more interested. Oh. Yes. And it would, it, well, we have, a, my, we have another connection, Holly. Uh, my mum's best friend, who is now 86, um, spent 50 years in Zambia. Oh. So it's one of the few parts of Africa that I have a sort of a little idea, a little bit about. She was a missionary nurse, so she worked in a mission station there that had a hospital. So it's, and it's in a sort of area near to where, where, the mission station was so i was like hey i know that part of the world a little bit <laughs> but anyway she decides that this second honeymoon instead of um scrapping it and sort of having a miserable time on her own she decides that she's going to go to zambia and and experience this the, the the safari basically and she goes there and don't tell me i can see what's coming no, sorry quite early on um <laughs> she's on her first trip out, basically, the, her pilot is also part of a wildlife trust where they try to keep an eye out for poachers and they come across an orphaned elephant. And they take this orphaned elephant to a elephant 
sanctuary basically where they look after elephants and she happens to be a vet and so she becomes basically involved in the work of rehabilitating these orphaned elephants and in many ways this, the film is more about the elephant conservation than it is about Christmas or about their relationship actually their relationship is not the focal point of the relation of oh, the wow. film. Oh, wow. and so when I watched yeah. it I was thinking I thought... we are heading down Hallmark Christmas film territory yeah, here. I was, I was when the first like couple of scenes you're thinking oh no this is you know this is a this is turning into Hallmark Christmas yeah okay. and it actually did, it redeemed itself for me especially because I'm silently watching the, the trailer on Netflix as we're talking especially as the lead is played by Kristen Davis of of Sex in the City fame and the pilot you mentioned yes. is played by Rob Lowe so <laughs> the pilot yes is he's played by Rob Lowe which is just kind of like uh hello <laughs> It's just clickbait, really, isn't it? Can you see uh, what we're so, doing here? What, is, he, is he like? Is he like? Is Rob Lowe like a one of the? Is he like a uh, you know a hunky sort of thing then or what? Well, yes, he's got that. He wears a hat. Oh right, okay. okay. Sure, uh, sure, he has a certain it, swagger. Then the trailer has just shown him as you said that, like with perfect timing. The trailer just showed a scene where he walks into a tent with his shirt off. Oh, yes. right. Okay. So he's eye candy then, basically. Yeah, but with a, with a, a, he's elevated slightly just above eye candy. Because there's no, like, walks in the moonlight where they listen to the sort no, of chirp right, okay. of oh, crickets or whatever, chirps in okay. Zambia. Uh, so, hang on a second. Sorry, yeah. Holly, Holly, you were going to say something. I was just going to say, as an aside, um, Rob, uh, Rob Lowe's Instagram is excellently trolled by his children. So, <laughs> worth, worth a look just for that this deep and funny and i don't think he takes himself that seriously to be honest with right, you okay. and in this there is i think it just this is elevated for me slightly above the standard romantic christmas film fare that i think we've all become slightly nauseated by over the last few mm-hmm. years because they just laid on with the trowel and i think they've held back a little bit so there is romance in it and there is christmas in it but it's not a, a full-on you know Let's not a romance. Let's sort of slap you around the head with a Valentine's card. Oh, right. yeah, well, and I'm guessing also because it's actually set in Zambia, you're not going to have your white Christmas. You're not going to have your kiss in the snow or anything like that. No, there's none of that malarkey. Yeah, because um, because regardless, no, because what is it? What, uh, encamp- no, what did shenanigans. you say? That thing? Well, there's no, no shenanigans. No, no, but what did you say when you reviewed last Christmas? Casual encounters. Casual encounters. No, there's no casual encounters. Oh, that's good. No, so I think. But I had I had low expectations of this film. I thought oh, I'm going to watch it because it's been keeps every time I go into Netflix it says you really want to watch this film. So like, I really don't, but I will. <laughs> so I watched it and I, it was elevated above my expectations. So I would say again, this was not a straightforward three film. This was a, a three plus. Three plus. But it isn't a four film. No. <laughs> but it is a, it's, a, it's an it's an enhanced three. Let's put it that way. All right. Okay. Especially because it. Okay. I. I am happy with that. Especially because it. A. Exceeded your expectations. B. It. Actually mentioned where in Africa they are, and uh, it was probably filmed in South Africa. But we'll, but steps. We'll go little little steps, steps by step. Yeah. And and see. It's a slight. And 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 there bit... is a slight curiosity about this film. Sorry, I keep cutting on you during the pause. There is a slight curiosity about this film. It's because. I think it could almost qualify at the moment as science fiction. Really? Yeah. Because 
they show you having Christmas 2019 because they have dates on things. They write dates down and then they go Happy New Year 2020 and then you see them in July 2020 in the film. <laughs> so I think it does qualify as science fiction as well. Time travel. Yeah. Ooh, going into the future. Ooh. But, but, also, <laughs> and, but also because because it's set in Africa and it gives you a Christmas that doesn't have snow falling and people kissing in the snow. Okay, okay, okay. Fine, yeah. I hear you, I hear you. Nina's oh, giving quickly. Nina's giving people on the tube like you know an evil stare right now. But <laughs> very quickly. It yeah. was also it was filmed in South Africa and Zambia. It was actually Oh, oh yes. more stars. Oh this this I know. This film it's like it's heard me complaining after all these years and it's actually it's actually doing something about it. Because and also uh, on my whole thing about snow and all that kind of stuff because regardless of what band aid tells you there is never snow in Africa at Christmas time. So <laughs> <laughs> Possibly Sorry. on Kilimanjaro. Possibly on Kilimanjaro, but majority of people, ninety-five percent no, no. of people, will not. Anyway, sorry, we're about to go into my rant about Band Aid songs. But, <laughs> but I agree. Let's move on. Let's move on from that. See, uh, man, I've had a bit of a ranty week. So, <laughs> so, first of all, Holly, any luck on the thing I texted you about? Yes, I am successful. I have successfully been recording myself on my iPad for twenty minutes now. That doesn't help it sound any less dodgy. But no, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so Holly, are you on speakerphone? Yes, I am. Oh, uh, for the recording, you might need to turn off speakerphone because if not, it'll make it a bit difficult if I can hear myself and I can hear you trying to cut it out. Uh, me see if I can figure out what to do and find a hands-free kit. Yes, yes. If you can do that, that'll be it. <laughs> that I can do. It means, of course, I'm cutting in and out of the um, of the picture. I had to go and top my glass of wine up and you know, all of the very sensible things you do. It's, uh, okay. I'm very efficient like that. All right, now, you see, you see, Sharon, Sean, this is where we have been falling short. I mean, I've got, I'm here sitting in my office with my recorder on a toolbox I mean, I don't. I know. I've been in Sean's house. So I know that you guys have probably sat in the dining room, just sort of sat down there. Maybe. No, we're not actually. What? We're huddled around um, Sean's work desk in his bedroom. In his my bedroom. We're in my bedroom. Oh, what good lord! Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> oh dear! Yeah, no, no, it's intriguing that's people. <laughs> yeah, that is a mental picture, isn't it? We we might need to yeah. put an explicit concept thing con- uh, or content thing on this. <laughs> on this. <laughs> it's like yeah, maybe. Advice, it's, maybe so. Well, we we. We figured you two were having such an interesting time that we better, we better, we better pitch in so we can keep up with you guys. Okay. Excellent. But, but, but my point is that Holly has figured this whole thing out and she's like, glass of wine, glass of wine. I listen to people prattle on. So, so look, while I swan around my house, what are the cats exactly. doing? What are the cats doing, uh, Holly? One of them is asleep on the sofa behind me. Um, yeah. Say hello, Max. Hello. Am I oh, saying hello? Are we, are we saying hello? Oh. Uh, yes, Max. Yes, so Max would Max would like to be greeted. Can I guess? Hello, Max. Hello, Max. Hello, Max. I've got a mental picture here of Max, quite a big, big, large grey cat. No, uh, probably totally uh, wrong. Uh, large, yes. Uh, he is tab- tabby and white. Uh, tabby and white. Um, I would have banked on Tabby. Yeah. And um, and his sister, uh, Callie, is, I think, asleep under my bed, and she is black and white. Oh. And they Ooh. are both very badly behaved. They both are both large cats. They both weigh five kilos. Oh, oh wow. Okay. But yes. Decent size. Oh, anyway. All right. I'll say hello, Max. And just so you yeah. know, you Maxie. are. You're a cat, Max. Stop being so demanding. 
But... <laughs> <laughs> I, I bet it's great, though. Are, are they affectionate cats? Oh, very. And they, I'm not ruling out the possibility that one of them won't come and join in. They like my video calls for work quite a lot. Uh, do they? Do they uh, purr? Like if you stroke them, do they? Uh, so, sometimes, 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 very, yeah. very, very selectively. But they, uh, Callie talks a lot. She comes uh, and finds me, and, uh, and she she says hello, and I'm expected she, to follow her round the flat to wherever oh, yeah. she wants to be to either give her a stroke or pick her up. Or pick her up so she can climb onto a wardrobe because her legs aren't long enough to jump. Okay, welcome to Netflix versus Cinema versus Techwatch versus Country File. But... <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. This is uh, okay. I'm absolutely loving this. This is so totally freewheeling. I don't have a clue what's going on anymore. But <laughs> we're going to try and talk about films. And we're going to try and talk about Le Mans '66. Now. Holly, we'll give you the we'll give you the the lead on this one. You want to just tell us what Le Mans sixty six is about? Um, very, very, very high level summary. Um, Ford uh, Motors decides yep. that they want to put up their own car uh, to beat Ferrari at uh, twenty four hours of Le Mans in unsurprisingly nineteen sixty six. So yes. lo, we have a film about doing precisely that which doesn't it doesn't that doesn't sound like it's selling it but it's a yeah a, a lovely film about again it's a lovely film um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, it's lovely is my word of the day clearly um again about sort of redemption and overcoming and all that sort and of competition stuff. and all that competition yes. and what drives what drives mostly men to do things like you know compete in things that are essentially death rockets uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, all right cool <laughs> okay so thank you thank you for that this is a film that was uh, originally called ford versus ferrari but the which i think is a better title but due to copyright law it, it cannot be called ford versus ferrari in the uk or anywhere in europe quite frankly so yeah, yeah it's yeah, um and if you look up on google like when i looked up at my local cinema what films are playing google actually still calls the film ford versus ferrari <laughs> It says four versus Ferrari, playing in Coventry. I'm like, I think you're fine. That's Le Mans 66. So, Sean, what did you think about this? Well, this is totally. I mean, if you think, I, I mean, I love the Shelby. I love the Shelby models. I love the Shelby car company. So, and I thought Matt Damon as Carol Shelby did a terrific, terrific job of this. Yeah. I, I, I mean, Matt Damon. You know, loads of people. Matt Damon. Matt but, Damon. Um, Matt Damon, yeah. So, but he was he was really really good in this. This is probably one of the best roles I've seen him in. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't. Whereas Christian Bale has been one of my favourite actors of all time. I didn't think he was quite quite up to par in this film. For some reason, I don't know why. But Christian Bale didn't quite. I mean, other films he's been in like Hostiles and and uh, films. You know, he, he's been absolutely first class. I mean, I'm not saying he was bad, but he just wasn't quite. I don't know if it's the so, if it was a, the like Birmingham type accent or English accent, but it, I don't know. It just didn't do it for me. I thought Matt Damon was class, um, and and I love the story and I love the cars, the GT40, you know, yeah, classic, yeah, yeah. be worth like like millions. I was funny enough. I, I saw this on the mainland because I was going to go and watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood again with the extra bits. Oh yeah, but they're going. The guy who lives next door to my mother, he's he's really into his cars and that. And I just and I saw Le Mans was out. I thought, oh, 
And so we, we went to watch this together so I could pump him for questions. And he was, because he was, he's been to Le Mans, he said, they must have filmed this at Le Mans and they've just put up old, because that's exactly what it's like. It's exactly the same yeah. with the Dunlop yeah. Bridge and everything. And yeah. He was telling me all this stuff about it. So, so yeah, I mean, I, I, I thought this was a terrific film myself. I, I really, really enjoyed this movie. Yeah. Uh, to- totally, totally immersed, totally. It'd be one that I would watch again. I wouldn't hesitate to watch this again. Yeah, you know, I found I out it. I found out something about the film this week which made me like it even more. You know, all of the racing in it was filmed for real. There was no CGI yeah. in the racing. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say that as well. No, no, it is. It's brilliant. It's like Baby Driver. That's why I love Baby Driver <laughs> because Toes. I'm going to go on my rant now about <laughs> car, car chases in films. I was actually anyway, thinking. I was actually it? thinking about this. When I was watching the film. I was thinking Sean hates car chases. <laughs> But what do you think about races? Because this isn't a chase; it's a race. It's a kind of a chase. But yeah, what did you think? So no, go on. yeah, no, no. car chases. Yeah, I loved it about that because you could tell it was all the proper driving. You know, everything was there was no CGI. There was no like, um, you know, ridiculous cars getting beat to hell and and lasting for like a hundred <laughs> minutes in a film. You know what I mean? Just going yeah. on, taking all. So no, but listen, uh, I mean, I'm not really a big fan of motor racing in any stretch of the imagination. But when it comes to things like that, I mean, I did like the the James Hunt film. Was yeah, it Rush. 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 That was particularly. I, mean, I, I thought that, that was particularly good. Yeah, so so that was a good film, and I would put that up there with this. Um, mm. And yeah. Sorry, Do you remember sorry. the film with Steve McQueen where he did a film about Le Mans? Do, yeah. Was it, was it, yeah, that was called Le Mans. Le Mans. Yeah. Steve McQueen stars. Only he could. That's, that's a split <laughs> screen film. A split yeah. Screen. Yeah. Uh, um, that's that's it. It is because it's like. I mean, that was one of the first films to use, you know, where they, the split screen, yeah. so you see, and you see the, you know, like three bits and, and you've got the wipes and all stuff like that. So, yeah, great film. Okay. Well, that's from the trailer, that is. Steve McQueen stars, only he could. <laughs> so, yeah, so good film. Okay, so, Sharon. you think it's up there with like those sort of yeah, motor racing definitely. type yeah, films? Yeah, yeah, motor racing film, I think it's for, for a motor racing film because it shows uh, you Daytona. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know about Daytona. I didn't realise Daytona. I, I knew about the race, but I didn't realise it was a 24-hour race mm. as well, American. Okay. You know, so. Yeah, I, I, so, I, yeah. I, think, I think it's one of the best motor racing films ever made, which might not be saying much, but anyway. Sharon? <laughs> I haven't actually seen it yet. Oh, you haven't seen it? Oh, we're, no, going to, yeah. we're, we're, no. going, we're going to go I'm see it. I'm the only it. one. Ha- we were going to go to see it, but it's... Well, the Isle of Wight, again, it had that weird time-itis thing where it was either at half past four or eight o'clock. And so one was too early and one was a bit too late for mm-hmm. a, in my working week. So not that I work every day. I'm having my own business. I can choose my own days. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, the, the, the times were just, you know, crazy town. So I haven't actually seen it yet, but it's one I do want to watch. All right, cool. And I have, I have well, I've heard, I've heard good things about it. So I'm hoping to catch that. I should have some more time next week. We're having a couple of days off. So I should be able to have a bit of you know, t- a time to get there during the day. Yeah. Also, I'm going to say about this, it was a quite in in a few of the. It was quite historic for me. It felt quite historically accurate as well for the yeah. fact that they had to use British. They had to bring over the British British. Uh, yeah, drivers. To, yeah, no, no, not the drivers. To, oh. Yeah, for the you know for the, the remodel vehicles. remodel the vehicles. So so yeah. So I was quite pleased that they acknowledged that. Yeah. There's, there's that scene in there with the big TWA. Thing. Yeah, yeah, where they so, where they bring it. They say just off the just off the plane from England. I didn't understand why, it. but but anyway. But um, I, I quite like this film. I thought I thought it was a, I thought it was a very very good film, and I 
uh, I think it's one of those boys and their toys films where it's all about a whole bunch of men trying to build something. It's a bit like uh, we uh, I spoke about the current war a couple of months back. Back, it's a little bit like that. It's like it's innovation, but it's the fact that essentially innovation is great when you've done it, but the science of actually making innovation is kind of boring. So, so it's one of the. It's almost kind of like a procedural of how did they build this car. And I thought that they did really, really well in that to actually keep you engaged. The fact that one of the major set pieces is all about brakes, and it's about the brake assembly, and what do we do if we put the brake assembly in, and all that kind of stuff. It's like, and it's like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. we against the rolls if we do this. And I'm like, but they actually managed to keep you in, involved, and I think that's because they focus a lot on the characters. So much so that even though it's a boys and the toys kind of film, the one real female character in the film is played by Katrina Balfe, who plays um, uh, Ken Miles? That's the Christian Bale character. Plays plays his wife. I th- she she. It's a bit like when you see a film about like you know like Apollo Apollo thirteen when they go to the moon and the woman is relegated to the sitting at home and wringing her hands role. There is just with the nature of the story, there is that in this film. But I still feel like even that character shines. Even she she has this. Yeah, definitely. Of, yeah, uh, and. And I mean, I think even back to what you're saying, even the background characters, like the guy with the glasses that says, you know, the guy like they're all the techie guys and doing all the techie bits. They yeah. were, although they weren't a major part of it, it was, you know, and you've got the young lad as well. You yeah, know? yeah, his son, and, uh, his son, yeah. Yeah. Who yeah, I yeah, was shocked the, to find out is English. Is, is a, is a, yeah. young, is a young actor called Noah Dupe. Yeah, because he was, ah. a, he was in A Quiet Place. And, oh. Um, ah. And because I was looking at him going, I've seen him before, I've seen him before. Oh, yeah, he was in a quiet place. And then when he started speaking, I was like, that's a really good English accent for an American kid. <laughs> so, much so, <laughs> so much so that I, was, I had to actually, I was like, no, no, this is going to bother me for the rest of the film. I had to take my phone out of the cinema. I had to be that guy. Take my phone out of the cinema. And Wikipedia, Noah Jupe. I was like, oh, he's English. Oh, that explains it. Now I can relax and keep watching the film. Because if not, I would have been like, I would have spent the whole film going, how the heck does an American kid learn to do such a convincing English accent? <laughs> but it's but um but yeah, uh, good. Oh, I really really enjoyed the film. I thought it was really good. I think it's it's it goes into the detail of it, but I think it's it just it's just so immersive. Like it just immerses you in this 1966 world or 60, 60, 63 to 66 world. That I, I absolutely loved it. I think I thought it was actually quite affecting. I think the final scenes of the film are actually quite touching. I feel like the Ken Miles character is he he is. Oh well, I know that you said you didn't like. I quite like Christian Bale's uh, performance, and I think that the character himself was somebody that who I just felt I felt endeared. I wanted good things to happen for that character. Um, so yeah, I'll give it a four. Yeah, out I guess, five. yeah, yeah, four out of five for me, definitely top end, four out of five. Um, Holly, I know you told us what the film yeah. was about, but we didn't ask you too much what you thought about it. Yeah, I loved it. I thought it was absolutely superb. Um, as as you said, I thought the, the characters were well put together, engaging. The story really did have you, you know, sort of on the edge of your seat, which you wouldn't expect for something, as you say, that's so procedural. Yeah. But it, but it managed that. It had, it had, you know, it had pace. It had tension. Yeah, I found the the end very, very moving as well. Of course, this was the second film I'd seen that day and had, of course, as we've already established, spent the afternoon in the pub. You're giving the listeners a very, very one-dimensional picture of you. You were in the pub for an afternoon, went to see two films. You're now watching around with your yeah. cats and wine. 
Come on. Yeah. Doing yeah, doing weird things with your iPad that Tosin has asked you to do. I mean, it's exactly. It's you know, this is this is this is London middle class living for you. I'll have you know. Uh, <laughs> what did what, what did you guys think of John Bethnal? Burnthal. Oh, Shane from Walking Burnthal. Dead. Yeah. Yeah. Shane from The Walking Dead. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I I don't know. I don't know with him. I can't. I can't. You know, he's in Punisher as well. Isn't Punisher, he? yeah, that's that. That got he's... bad. I started. I could have done Punisher as a thing, but I started to watch it, and it's actually got worse. So I don't yeah. know. I, I don't know with him. He he is. He's Even also he's also he's also in Baby Driver. Yeah, I know he's in Baby Driver. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Well, guilty confession. Uh, yeah. It's just gonna say yeah. I mean, I'm not saying. Uh... Yeah, Holly, yeah, Holly, you were saying. I was just going to say, I still haven't seen Baby Driver. I may have to rectify oh, that this my weekend. Goodness. I'll, I'll fix it. I'll fix it at the weekend. I promise. Okay. Okay. Oh, cool. Yeah. You. You know. You know how you. You know how like they liked you and you were welcomed back. You might just have messed that up, Holly. Nah, <laughs> no. 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 It's been on my. It's been on my watch list for ages. It's just that I've been trying to avoid politics by rewatching all of Law and Order SVU. So <laughs> I've been. <laughs> I've been slightly distracted. It's a really good way of avoiding politics, though. I can recommend it. Watching the, the gradual reduction of facial expression that Olivia Benson has as the Botox increases. <laughs> <laughs> I did wonder about that. But anyway, um, so Sean, to answer your question, what do we think about John Bernthal? I think he's really, really good. I think he's one of these um, actors who can come in and he can give you sort of like dependable Americana masculinity, if you get what I mean. Like he'll just come on. He'll just yeah, be, yeah, dependable, that, dependable. Yeah. Yeah. But he with, can with also that, be quite brutish, can't he? He, he can, can be he this can be brute, made... but but he can show sensitivity as well. So I think he's more yeah, versatile. That's than okay. Me. Yeah, no, I'm not saying I'm not saying he's particularly bad, but I just I, I mean my jury's out on my jury's yeah. out on him really. I can't really. But the funny um, thing, the funny I, thing, I, I, I'm not sort of saying that Christian Bale was a bad performance. I'm just saying it wasn't <laughs> one of his top notch ones. Okay, but okay, t- the funny thing you say about Sharon, you said about John Bernthal being like really, really, what's the word you said? You said uh, brutish, ver- versatile. No, you said versatile. Brutish, fu- oh, versatile. I say yeah, I said the, that as well. The yeah. funny thing is that the first thing I ever saw him in was a half hour sitcom, like you know, one of those sitcoms like Friends and everything like that, called The Class. And, okay. Yeah, that's the first thing I ever saw him in, and, I, and it it was a TV show that lasted like one season. It wasn't it wasn't really that great. It was kind of like you know Friends light, and I thought oh, okay. And most of the people in it I'd never seen before, and I saw this John Bernthal guy. I was like okay, cool, yeah, whatever. The next time I saw him in Walking Dead, I was like oh, he's he's taking a step up in the world. The next thing he's the Punisher. I'm like wait, aren't you that guy who was trying to get laughs in the class? <laughs> what what's going on here? But yeah, he I I do think he is quite um he's quite uh quite versatile and it it, it it tickles me that he played a character called lee iacocca who is the guy who ended up taking over coca-cola and making coca-cola the biggest company in the world and it's and, and i think I, I love the fact that you have this all these sort of like little details in the film that that they don't they just put it as it, as it doesn't matter what he did at coca-cola because he was a ford at this time so i quite like the film so that's all, all around the thing uh, holly did you say four stars yeah, four stars. Okay, cool. Four, and it's a four and a four plus. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a high four. Definitely a high four. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I would agree with that. I was actually sitting in the phone going, should, "Could I give this a five? Could I give mm-hmm. this a five? I was the same. And, and I would, and I was like, "No, no, no, no." The ending made me almost cry. No, not a five. It's a four. <laughs> I may once it's out on out on well Sky, I'll rewatch it, and I wouldn't be surprised if I upped my rating to a five, but. 
yeah give it time it, it, yeah i was thinking it might be a bit too long and that kind of stuff anyway now we might have to split this podcast into two <laughs> yeah 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 say time's getting on isn't it time's getting on okay do we reckon we could do 20 minutes four films 20 minutes cool let's do this thing all right cool so now I, 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 yeah i could uh, yeah i could i could do mine quite quick all i right. could do well we've done all the ones i've seen so yeah. i'm gonna you know, just say oh yeah that sounds nice <laughs> yeah I mean, t- Ditto. All right. Okay. Cool. Right. So now we go back to Netflix, and we're going to talk about a film, uh, not a film, a TV series called The Politician. So on the show, we have some rules. If we're going to see a I've TV seen series, it. I've seen it. you've seen the Politician. I thought you might yes. have. I thought you might have seen The Politician. <laughs> so it's like, and if we're going to talk about a TV show, we have a couple of rules, which is like a, um, it has. To, we, if we're going to talk about it, we have to have seen the entire season. B, um, it has. Oh, well, that's a, that's really it, isn't it? Yeah, we have to see the entire season, and so I watched the entire yeah, season. Yeah, with the series, is yes. Yeah, yeah, with the series. Yeah, so, for the first time, you can't you can't be watching. It's got to be a yeah. It's got to be something you've watched. Yeah, something you've watched for the first time. And oh, and number three, this is a Netflix original. So the hey, yes, dang. the politician. Um, it stars Ben. What's his name? Platt. Ben Platt as a guy who's in high school. And this is a guy from the first scene of the show. You are let into the fact that he believes that his destiny is to be the president of the United States. So he has done everything. He has studied all the presidents and what happened and how they made it to how they made it to the White House. And he has he has sort of done an average and said, like you know, ninety five percent of presidents were the class were, were the high school presidents. So I am going to be my high school president. That is my destiny. I will become high school president and then I'll go into the next thing da 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 and this will end up with me in the White House. And he just has this burning desire, this sense of entitlement or, uh, or, or a sense of entitlement or sense of destiny that this is going to be my thing so he has to become high school president and this whole the whole first season is largely about his campaign to become high school president in this school that is that is it's it's kind of weird but it's kind of like an upmarket if you think beverly hills 90210 i don't think you'll be that far off it's like an upmarket school like you know people drive like convertibles to school and all that kind of stuff and it's all about the kind of different things that they do it's pretty much if you're if you're you think about think of a political campaign and but put into a high school there's bits of this that made me think that it was like if you've ever seen house of cards the american house of cards it, it was like house of cards season two but set in a high school <laughs> and so he has like he he has like his he he has a campaign team who are with him and they're like yeah we're going to follow you all the way to the white house and they're doing things like they're checking and going oh we've polled everybody and you have a 95 patch you're you're eight points in the lead in the race and this is for the high school president thing and it's uh that is the general idea holly what did you think of it really enjoyed it thought it was it was relative fluff yeah but very much enjoyable relative fluff yeah uh had some it had some good twists and turns to it it stars gwyneth paltrow as the as his mum rather yes who's rather wonderful actually she is really, um, really and good. i didn't and i didn't think i didn't think it's the sort of thing i would be saying about gwyneth paltrow in all honesty but <laughs> I thought she just she absolutely aced this slightly bizarre character. It's all just it's a little bit surreal. Yeah. Um it's I found it deeply funny. Um reckon I've I've recommended it to a lot of people um as being a you know a very enjoyable binge watch. And yeah. I think I watched it in about twenty four hours. Um you know, just sort of sat down and pushed it. I was having Well it's only it's yeah, it's only eight episodes, so it's pretty cool. 
<laughs> I did over the course of I think thirty six to forty eight hours. I watched all of that and all of um, Unbelievable. Um, <laughs> it was, wow! It was, I got wow. Contra- contrasting style and content. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Uh, um, but yeah, I re- really, really enjoyed it. Uh, probably give it a, a three plus. Okay. Um, could even push it up to a four depending upon my mood. Yeah. Um, but definitely, definitely recommendable. Good, I say, good twists, good turns, uh, well constructed. Um, you know, I mean, the characters are really are caricatures. Yeah. Uh, but that makes them very enjoyable caricatures, and it is more than a little ridiculous, <laughs> and has lined itself up beautifully for a second series. It has, it um, has. Which I am, I, I'm itching to watch and want to know when it's out. So I'd say, I'd say it's, it, it's stand, it stands on its own two feet. Well, okay, yeah, I would, I would agree with everything that you said there. I would agree with everything you said there about about the show because it's created by Ryan Murphy. Who is the same guy who created Glee, American Horror Story, American or True or American Crime yeah. Story, or is it American True Crime, whatever that show is called? He and you can see and Scream Queens. Scream Queens, yes, he did Scream Queens as well. And mm. when and whenever you see a show of his, you expect a sort of heightened reality. Some would say camp, a certain amount of camp to be in his shows, which he does not disappoint on. And he also, and I think in this show, he has created a world that isn't quite true to reality but i think it's the kind of the it's the kind of world that he would like to live in so he's created a world in which in this it's set in santa barbara and it's this upmarket school and it looks like an upmarket school but it's a kind of school where kids who drive like you know european convertibles to school like i don't know let's just say a maserati or something like that to school go to the same school as a kid who comes from the wrong side of the tracks and like you know walks and takes the bus to school it's like and i i don't think that there's that many schools where you have like that sort of like high level of rich person and that level of person who's living below the breadline coming to the same school he's created a school in which the principal is a black deaf woman and it's and i'm just kind of like I don't think that would happen. A black deaf woman wouldn't be the principal of like a really, really high. So it's, it's a heightened world. But I think he's used the heightened world to say a lot of things about politics, the way politics works and the way it sort of like goes into people. And what, what is it about certain people who feel that they're supposed to be in power? Where do they get that from? What, why is it so important to them to be in power? And you have a lot of scenes where they're asking this about uh, the character whose name I've told you, Peyton. Peyton, where it's like, you know, why is it so important for him to be in character? But, uh, but I think the characters in this film, in, in this show are crazy, they're mad, they're all over the place, and it's it's just funny. And it has Jessica Lang. Jessica Lang showing up. Oh, do it. How many how many stars are you gonna give it to? So if I, we wanna we got we gotta crack on, mate. We gotta crack on. How many stars? I, I'm gonna give it a four. I'm gonna give it a four. You're gonna give four. it a four. Yeah. So, okay. okay. All right, cool. And that was the just the only thing I'd ask was oh just by looking at the trailer and the the pictures, I haven't seen it obviously. I'm getting a little bit of a Wes Anderson vibe, a little bit of a Rushmore vibe. Would you say that was there's there's ele- it, is it there there's elements of it there's a very very sort of like tan tiny element of it but it isn't massively oh sorry there we go time's up but, time up yeah time but up. It, it, right. okay. it, it, it is there's a little bit element of it but it, it isn't massively Wes Andersony it's 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 its own no. thing but but I can see exactly what you're talking about with that but it's it's its own thing oh yeah okay. because it's also, it's also I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to 
put, put a plug in. I'm gonna have to charge up something. So okay, cool. Sorry, cool. mate. No problem. Okay. No problem. Why? Well, why? That makes, well, that's, why, yeah, it why? looks promising anyway. Okay. Why? Why you're oh, charging? No, yeah, go ahead, Holly. I just say I'll, I think uh, I'll amend, I'll actually amend my score to four, to a four as I'm thinking back. It's a few weeks since I watched it, and I really did enjoy it so much. And I'm having all sorts of flashbacks of things that were particularly brilliant. Yep, yep, I, 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 I totally agree. So while while Sean's putting that, uh, while Sean's getting stuff plugged in, I would say and Sharon, yeah, okay, we're good. We're also, we're good. Okay, cool. We're good. We're just, good. just a quick thing, and to help with the Wes Anderson Anderson thing, it also stars Bob Balaban, which might help with the Wes Anderson thing. But anyway, now, okay. Sean, we're going to go, we're going to talk about a film. And this is a film that get, puts us in a bit of a weird thing because obviously we're talking about Netflix versus cinema, what you can see at the cinema versus what you can see at home. But increasingly, over the last couple of weeks, the line is blurring, massively, massively blurring. Because, uh, I mean, we're going to have The Irishman coming out soon, which is cinema. And with um, Martin Scorsese saying what he said about cinema, it is obviously cinema, it's going to be released in cinemas. But I think most of us, apart from maybe Holly, because you're in London, will see this thing on Netflix. And it's going to be released pretty... I think it's actually out in cinemas at the moment. But it's... Um, but most of us... Yeah, it's coming straight... Yeah, I've, I've already had a email saying, you may want to watch this. Yeah, The Irishman. Or may not, what, but... what, what? Yeah, The, the Irishman. Irishman. Yeah, The Irishman. Is that from Netflix or is that Netflix? Cinema? Netflix, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Netflix, yeah. You get a lot of that. Yeah. So they really the... plug in this one, aren't they? This, yeah. one's, this one's being plugged a lot. Yeah. And, and also, I mean, there's a film that I watched recently called Britney Runs a Marathon. And it was, it's a film that I heard about was going to be released in cinemas. And I was like, oh, well, why is that? Why can't I find it in cinemas anywhere, in, anywhere near me? And the same weekend it was released in cinemas, seemingly, I turned on Amazon Prime and it was right there. And I was like, what the? This, but this, this is supposed to be in cinemas. What's it, what's it doing at home? And now, Sean, you are talking about a film today that I was trying to find in cinemas because I really wanted to watch it. And then you come onto a WhatsApp chat and you're like, oh, yeah, I saw this at home on, on Sky Cinema. And I'm like, what? This is supposed to be in cinemas. How could it be in cinemas well, and on Amazon and, and on Sky Cinema at the same time? What is going on? <laughs> well, I, I, I've got to be honest. I was surprised as well, Toes, because they even showed the trailers at the cinema. They showed the trailers yeah. for this in the cinema. Yeah. I remember seeing the trailers for it, and I thought it was just a, uh, 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 you know, cinema release film. But I was looking at Sky Movies because I got the Sky Sky things there and that, and I thought Little Monsters, and I thought, oh, it's probably something like Monster House or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I went, and I put it on, I thought... Well, when you 20, said that, I 20, thought it was animation. So yeah. Tw- you saw animation, Sean. I thought... Are you mad? I was, it was like 2019. <laughs> and then it was... And then I recognised from the trailer... Yeah. I thought, oh, my God, I saw this, the trailer for this at the at the, um, at the cinema. So, yeah, so it was a real shocker, this one. Little Monsters. Isn't it? It's called Little Monsters. Yeah, yeah. Little Monsters. It's yeah. a little Lupita <laughs> Nyong'o film. And, and I'm... Yeah, yeah but I, I'm like... I'm like... I'm just... It's, I'm getting, I'm like, essentially, this is, okay, this is something that we talk about a bit. Because, Sean, I mean, this is the kind of thing that makes me think, very soon is going to be, what's the point of going to the cinema if it's going to be released in the same weekend? Well, well, I wouldn't have known, yeah, I wouldn't have known about it, because I was going to go to the cinema and watch Midway again with John, our friend John, you know, John. Yeah, And then he just, we decided, and he had to have a pizza, and he said, oh, no, I can't. Hello, John. Yeah, and it's like, got an email, yeah, come. Yeah, hello, John. Got an email. Yeah, Happy John. You know, they call him Happy John. He's called Happy John. That's, that's his new nickname. Holy, now, holy. now, if we do, if we ever do a quiz, we're called Happy John's Emporium. So, you know. <laughs> okay, and, holy, you holy, know, holy. If, if, if you ever, if you ever make it to the Isle of yeah. Wight, we'll introduce you to John, and you, you will, John. you will understand why he's called Happy, Happy John. John. <laughs> 
because <laughs> he's a furthest than you possibly <laughs> think. But it's only, you know, but I mean, he's great. He has got a sense of humour, really. Isn't yeah, it really? He is, really, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. So, yeah, so anyway, happy John. So, yeah, so I came back and I thought, oh, and I was flicking through, and so I ended up watching this because I thought, well, I just about see it because I, I, it's not at the Isle of Wight cinema or anywhere like that, you know. So, yes, it's not any cinema I mean, near it might, me. It might be one of those, I was going to say, it might be one of these films that doesn't so make it. So, what's it about? Okay. Basically, it's a zombie film. I guess you could say a zombie film. It's this, this real loser, loser guy, Australian guy that's like, you know, he's, he's, he, he loses his relationship. He's, he's living at his sister's place and he's, he, he's, he does some not very good stuff. So anyway, so it's like, if you want to do something good, you can take your nephew to school, you know. So he takes his nephew to school and he's, he's taking him to school and then he sees he sees the teacher, Miss Miss Caroline, they call her, who's played by Lupita Nyong'o. performance. Exactly. I'm glad you said that because I was going to say Lupita and I was waiting for you to say a thing. Yeah. Uh, she's brilliant. And I, look, I looked at her and I thought, oh, yeah, you've been in what's she, Black Panther. And, yep. and Black us, Panther us. and Us and, yeah. um, and 12, 12 Years a Slave. slave. Oh, yeah. She's superb. Yeah. She, she's she, in, she, 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 going back to the, the full circle. She's in Star Wars. Yeah. She, yes, she, she is, is class. Mm. She is a class act. Yeah. Really, really is a good actor. Um, so, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely brilliant so anyway he sees her and he watches he's watching her and he sort of thinks whoa uh, you know and he like he's totally in awe of her he's totally sort of in love with her so he tries understandably to yeah understandably which you would <laughs> wouldn't you really I mean who would not who could not possibly and um, so yeah so what it goes anyway and then there's going to be the school trip and somebody has to so he says oh I'm going to I, I can be the, the second adult on the school trip you know and he's a bit of a sort of stone a waste the sort of guy um anyway he goes on the trip and the, the, they go to this 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 like uh farm sort of park place where's this set australia it's set in australia so. and um it's right near this this uh military complex where they've been doing experiments and of course the experiments all go wrong so you get lots of uh lots of zombies running around and yes you do and so the whole story is, is like you know they're trying to protect these kids both of them are trying to protect the kids both um and so you know they're playing all games and saying no oh, it's just a game it's just a game and you've got some other other characters like uh, uh somebody who runs a kids tv show i can't really remember his name teddy mcgego um, yeah oh come on and he sort of he sort of locks himself away and becomes really cynical and says oh, they hate kids you know and he's like this this you know, sort of everybody, all the kids love him. Oh, you know, give us a Is he like Mr. Tumble? <laughs> Mr. Tumble, yeah. It's very, very similar, I'd say, Mr. Tumble. But, but I don't expect a lot of people know who Mr. Tumble was, would they? Yeah, oh, no, I, th- I think more, oh, pe- right. more people than you would expect do know who Mr. Tumble is. <laughs> oh, right, okay. Holly, so, Holly, yeah, do you know so... who Mr. Tumble is? Yes. You did, yeah. To, yeah, I'm saying hazy, hazy memories. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, right. so... So... Yeah, so that's basically the film, and it's about you know how they, they oh come on, we're going to play, we're gonna sing some songs, yeah, how they do stuff, yeah, the zombie holocaust, and how they find out, you know, and they they do these marvelous things with, and and all the time, uh, Miss Caroline is like being perfect, and then she's all the covered. Poster in, has she, a nod towards the sound of music, doesn't it? Yeah, it does a little bit. Yeah, oh, so, so that's what I mean. Yeah, it does. Yeah, definitely. definitely. That's you what it is. That. That's a, what it is. There's I a didn't... bit where you know, obviously she's covered, you know, and they're all like, and do you know what? Some of the they say she'd never act with 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 children, but some of the children are really good in it. There's a couple that are quite, they're quite the one that plays the nephew, 
and there's a couple of other that that uh, are really pretty good in this for yeah. kids you know they, you can see there's a few of them that are um, uh, mucking around but you, i'll tell you what you can see is the extras are having great fun do you know <laughs> what, what i mean what the zombie extras the zombie extras are having great fun. You can just see, you know, they, they're almost smiling, really, when they're supposed to be like, you know, they've got all this makeup on and that, but you can see them thinking, oh, yeah, we'll do the... Because they're, the they're slow zombies. Oh, okay, know? shuffling zombies. So, yeah, they're slow zombies, which is really, really handy because, you know, it gives you time to, you know, yeah. to, to, to you know, take a few you hours. You tend to get, get slow zombies in the comedy Comedy ones, ones, yeah. You tend to get your slow zombie there. You do, yeah. So well, yeah, because so, I mean, yeah. A, a fast zombie with kids—that doesn't sound like a. That doesn't even sound very fun. Does that it? doesn't even no, sound like an. No. That doesn't even sound like an enjoyable horror. I'm sorry. It just it just sounds like. You know, <laughs> it, it, it just it just sounds like someone's being massively evil for no good reason. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. So, what did you yeah. think? Okay, um, my thoughts really were. Uh, it, it had moments. Yeah, there were moments in it which were really good, and there were moments in it which was like. Don't kill our buzz here. We're enjoying. Oh, it. sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, shall I use my favorite? I'm going to not not use that word anymore because that's, that's that's not. It. it wasn't like really really good. Yeah. And it wasn't like really 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 bad. Yep. So I guess it was. But then you don't like Shaun of the Dead, okay. do you? No, I'm not, so... I think short. See, like we're saying about you know like uh, the, the other one. All right. Yeah. And I mean, I, I think Shaun of the Dead's overrated film. It's okay. There's that word. I love it. Okay. <laughs> but I think it's overrated film. It's okay. Then, like, it's nice. It's, <laughs> it's nice film. So it's an okay film. So this this again is an okay is film. Is there a character called Barbara in this? Just to be honest. <laughs> that I don't know, Sharon. I've got to be honest, really, because it was just one that I watched, and I, I didn't really get that much into it. Okay. I didn't relate with with the character who plays Dave. You know, the the, the, the guy who goes on the trip. But, I mean, it was okay as time went on. As the film went on, he became a little bit more endearing, but. Um, no, the highlight was definitely Lupita. She was, she was, she was, she was a class act. Yeah, I have to say. Yeah. So, but on the whole, how many stars then? Three, three stars. Mm. Right. I, I may just be downloading it right now. <laughs> oh right, okay, yeah. okay, yeah. You It'd know, be interesting. I'd love, I'd love you guys to see it because I, you know, I'd like to, to get your take. Well, if it's still a bargain price on Sky, I might see if I can get it. No, yeah, it, yeah. it's if, if you if if you have Sky, you can watch it. You can stream it from Sky. Like if you have a Sky, um, which which I do. Well, my dad does. So so yeah. so uh, uh, right. same thing. So yeah, my my dad does. He 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 has Sky, so you can actually stream it on Sky Sky Cinema without paying any extra. So so I yeah I, yeah but because once you said that this was on Sky, Sean, I was like I was like what really. And my only problem is that if you told me this this afternoon, I would have watched it by now. But oh wow! But, yeah. but, but when you said it, I, when you said it, I was like, oh, I haven't got enough time, and I can't put back this, put back the recording of the podcast. It's long enough anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's, we're, we're gonna but you leave. can let me know. You can, you guys can watch it. But yeah, and I let think me know. the three of us will probably try yeah, yeah. to see. Yeah, that'd be so cool. Yeah. I'd, like, I'd like to hear you. I'll try yeah. to see it. All right, cool. Oh, yeah. All right, now. What, what, so, so what are we going to put that in? Are we going to put that in cinema or category? Or are we just going to have a neutral? The, uh, I'm, putting, it, like I'm a... putting it in cinema this week, even though, okay. even though it straddles, because I think it, it has essentially messed up the entire concept of this show this week. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm putting okay. it in cinema because people can still see it in cinemas, and quite frankly, we need three films on that side. So now, yeah. <laughs> now we go back to... <laughs> we go to our final film of the evening. We got there, guys, finally. And this is a film that, Sean, you saw in... You started watching in Thailand. You finished watching it in the UK. Yeah. And then we, yeah. we said last week that we were 
we're going to let you talk about it and tell us what you thought about Bangkok Hotel. So what is it? What did you think? Fire away. Or Bangkok Hell, to give it its name, is Nor Chore, but it is, you know, it was on Netflix. So, oh, Bangkok Hell. I mean, okay. I didn't. Bangkok, Bangkok Hell, yeah. So, um, yeah, this is this is a Thai movie, and um, it's oh, been that a long time. Been yeah, it's been out 2002. I've just seen that. I didn't realise it was that. I didn't didn't even see the time. I'm just looking on the computer, and it says 2002. So it's been out a while. Um, basically, it's a story. This guy, he has a car accident. He kills someone, and. Um, he gets put in prison. He gets put in this prison. And, I mean, there's some really, really, you know, these Thai prisons I never, you know, I would never want to go on one. Because I watched another uh, film about Thai, Thai prisons. I don't know. The only thing I know about Thai prisons is Bridget Jones's second film. Oh, right. Okay. But anyway. She quite likes Hotel, ba- oh. Hotel Bangkok. No, this is called Bang- This is called Bangkok Hell. But, no, um, but Hotel Bangkok was the first classic Thai prison film. Right. Yeah, 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 and there's another one with, a prayer with an before English dawn. guy that does Prayer Before Dawn. Yeah, I think yeah. I might have reviewed that one. Yeah, you did. Um, you did. But anyway, back back to this, and this is obviously there's some really really nasty, horrific stuff. There's bullying, there's drugs, there's not that, and and obviously he's mixed up in this, and he's not really that much of a criminal. So the 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 governor of the prison says, look, if you work for us as a, like a you know you tell us what's going on and all that, we we'll make life easy for you, give you easy life. So he becomes a bit of a grass, you know, becomes sort of to, to tell them stuff. And when he's in this prison sorting all this stuff out, he, he, he meets people that are in there, that have been in there for, you know, really, uh, it's not, they shouldn't be in there. You know, they've been like, like he, he finds this one old guy that's, that says, oh yeah, I got done because there were 10 things that I did. I've been, got 10 years for each each offence. You know oh, what wow. I mean? When they were like, he stole, he stole 10 coins or something. He stole 10 coins. Yeah. And he's got, like, so, and he's been in there for so long. And then there's a blind guy that's in there and he's got these other people and so you know you get some sympathy with him and then obviously he he fesses up to some of these nasty ones because he knows they're planning an escape Mm -hmm. and he sort of says look you know i won't say anything and all that but you've got to take these these people out with you you know you've got to take these there's there's three of them that he thinks don't deserve to be in there so he says you you know if you go if you're going to escape you've got to take these people and i won't say nothing you can just get on with it so so and that's basically the story so he goes to prison he does some nasty you know he sees a lot of nasty things he sees these people that he thinks don't deserve to be there so he 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 arranges this so and then then there's like a little plot twist at the end so i won't give any spots you'd have to watch that because you know it's 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 quite quite interesting um it turns out it was all a dream <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. It, is, it is a sub it is a subtitled film so if you're not into your subtitles it is in, in the thai language i mean for me personally I, I i'm quite quite okay with subtitles you know especially um, especially the southeast asian yeah 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 and i like i like some of the the korean films i mean yeah. the korean film's great you know how i feel about anything with mads in it so yeah. i will watch happily watch a subtitled film if yeah. i've got pretty pictures to look at yeah that's that's <laughs> it yeah, yeah. <laughs> how about you guys what are you like with subtitles uh better in the cinema than home because i'm incapable of focusing on just one thing at a time i'm a compulsive multitasker which means that sitting down and actually watching and focusing on the subtitle doesn't always work. Uh, yeah. In the cinema, perfect. Love them. That's it. Yeah. I, I mean, I can understand that. I can relate to that one. I mean, I'm quite good now at watching subtitles on 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 TV. Um, so, and especially with Netflix, which is quite quite good because they have quite a, a varied 
sort of huge. They for, from, from lots of countries. Available. I've watched yeah, French yeah. films, and although I do understand a little bit of French, but not enough. Upper. Yeah, no, en petit, monsieur, <laughs> je voudrais, je voudrais, for me, for me, my go-to, my go-to French phrase is, je voudrais un pain de campagne, s'il vous plaît. <laughs> Whereas mine still, even though I haven't smoked in forever, is, excusez-moi, parce que je peux acheter une cigarette, s'il vous plaît. <laughs> I'm just I'm the plume de ma tante, I'm afraid. That's, that's why I'm okay. Yeah. So yeah. But anyway, so yeah, back to this film. I mean, it got better to start off with. I was like a bit, oh, this is this is a standard. I mean, that's probably all I watched it in two bits, you know, and I, I was sort standard prison uh, movie. Yeah, yeah, standard sort of, you know, this is how it's gonna be, and you can I can see where this is going, he's gonna get out, he's gonna get killed or something like that. Um and then, as I say, when it came to this bit, which was which was slightly different about when he meets these these characters that that he thinks don't deserve to be there, it, it became a little bit more interesting. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, I mean, it was okay. I'm not going to say it's 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 brilliant by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, the reason I finished watching it is because I think we were short of reviewing things. So at one time, <laughs> and then we suddenly became it became massive. So I never yeah. never got a chance. But I thought, oh. But and had I'd watched had I'd watched a bit in Thailand, I thought if I finish it, I've got something. It's to always review. handy to have something in your back pocket yeah, yeah, yeah. to whip out so, when you need to. Yeah, exactly. Right. Careful now, otherwise we're going back to the start of the program. <laughs> <laughs> especially, especially in my especially in my bedroom. I mean, hey. So, oh god. So, I did say that. I didn't. <laughs> you did. You did actually. To be fair. To be fair. Um, okay. Okay. Holly, yeah. I know you're the one drinking the wine, but I think it's kind of like affected everybody. <laughs> mm, yeah. Sorry about that. So where's my fault? <laughs> okay. So, so, anyway, so what I'm going to do? Yeah. Yeah. Um, how how sorry, many stars? Sorry. How many stars? I, I mean, I'll give it a three. I'll give it a three. Okay. So you know, it's um, it's uh, it's a three star film, and it's interesting at the end. As I say, it's it's it, you know, it gets better. It gets better if you stick with it. It, it does become quite good. All right. Cool. Okay, now I think it's time to let you guys out of this manner of purgatory and <laughs> <laughs> let you let you all go on and carry on with your lives. Well, <laughs> uh, well, well, I I have to edit this thing and put it up online. <laughs> but, but, Sorry. So, so all, all that's left is to say who has won this week. Now, what do you guys reckon? Who do you think has won? I think it's a draw. I think cinema might have pitched it because Lamar got quite a high score. And I don't sure. think many of the Netflixies got more than a three. No. Okay. So I would go to, I'm going to pump cinema. Holly, what do you reckon? Cinema. All right. And this week, in a, it, it, it is fitting in a week in which we have a, we have a film where we cannot decide whether it's a cinema or Netflix. Sean is right. It is a dead draw. Oh, <laughs> wow. Oh. It is a dead draw this week. We had Last Christmas 3, Holiday in the Wild 3, Le Mans 66 4, The Politician. Eventually, Holly went up to a 4. Little oh, Monsters 3, Bangkok, Bangkok Hell 3. So giving us an uh, average so... in, an average at cinema of 3.33, an average on Netflix of 3.33, it's a dead heat for the first time wow. ever in the history of Netflix and cinema. It's a monumental <laughs> moment. good stuff good stuff i i I actually think that that is i think that's quite fair that's quite fair as i said in a week in which we cannot decide Mm. where that film lies but but, um i think all that's left to say is thank you so much for joining us holly 
Well, thank you for having me. It's been yeah, great thank fun. You, Holly. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, Holly. Yeah, That's... brilliant. Okay. Okay. And, well, yes, thank you for joining us, Holly. And it's uh, it's oh, so Holly, if you want to say goodbye to everybody, I'll just say goodbye, everyone. I'd I'd love to come back again if you'll have me. Oh, we will. Oh, we will do. do. You just get out there and go watch some things, especially if it's in the cinema and we can't find it in any of our provinces, because you're That's in. It. So little monsters. Little Monsters, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's be no, no, only joking. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. So, uh, hey, Holly, is there anybody you want to say hi to? Mm, hi, Nina. I haven't seen you in ages. <laughs> <laughs> and, and also, we'll say thank you very much to Steph for holding Holly's hand while she watched all these films. Uh, okay. And so, yeah, and all that's left to say is a goodbye from me. A goodbye from me. And a goodbye from me. We will see. Yes, we will see you all next week when, I don't know, there'll be something in the cinema. We'll watch it. Something on Netflix. We'll watch it. (laughs) See you guys then. Bye.